This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. For those listening on Spotify, I just completely forgot to remove the overlay. You couldn't even see my face, but maybe that's a blessing in disguise. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're good. Uh, that's the wrong way around. Wow, this has been a bad start to the show. Good morning and welcome to the Good Talk. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to the Arsenal Transfer Show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and making this part of your morning routine. As always, uh, do drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel if you are new. It really does help us out. And most of all, let's jump into the chat and wish people some very well mornings indeed. Let's jump to Black Shine joining us first. Thank you for so much for being committed to this, mate. Uh, Kevin, Simon, good morning to you. PJ and Thabani. Uh, and Stevie, Olu, Simon, good morning, guys. Hope you're good. Marcus, PJ, Jose, Alpha, James and Kabir. And uh, who else have we got? Gaming Stuff, Akshat. We've got uh, Arsenal Analyze as well. He's got a great channel. Make sure you check it out. Brad, good morning to you. To MJ10 uh, and plenty more, of course, that are indeed continuing to join us every single morning over here. Uh, as always, the show is sponsored by Football Prizes. We have a brand new prize to talk about with you that is live until Tuesday, the 30th of August. 300 tickets nearly, 299 tickets available. Uh, although that being said, 50 have already been sold. Uh, it's a signed Dennis Bergkamp framed Arsenal shirt. But within those 299 tickets, there is a l- 11 instant win prizes you can win um another Dennis Bergkamp signed and framed Arsenal shirt so you could end up I believe with two which is pretty crazy uh Freddie Jumberg signed and framed shirt you got a 2022 Arsenal home away or third shirt uh, your choice uh, you've got a Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang signed and custom framed Arsenal shirt get it before it turns blue uh Ben White signed and framed Arsenal montage uh Ali Dixon Tony Adams Steve Bold and Nigel Winterburn signed Arsenal montage the original Arsenal back four if you like or the OGs during the George Graham era um so yeah a, a brilliant kind of montage of them uh then you've got some smaller prizes like a 10 pound football prize site credit to give yourself access to a couple more prizes for free uh in the competitions and of course a five pound football prizes credit uh one two three four of those so 11 instant win prizes and more to be had make sure you go to the link 
in the description if you want to get yourself a ticket. Uh, the Arsenal way, I'll be live over there at usual at 10 a.m. this morning. Talk all things Arsenal. Make sure you go to the link in the link tree in the description to find that. And of course, we are still going for, uh, we're in the pre-nomination periods for the Football Content Awards um, if you could vote for us, that would be amazing. All you need to do is go to www.votefortgt.com. It will generate a tweet for you that you just click tweet on, and that's your vote. If you don't have Twitter, you can vote on Instagram. Just go on to Football Content Awards Facebook, uh, Instagram page. Go on to that image, the best club content creator, Premier League, and then tag us at Laguna Talk in the comments. And you can also, if you don't have either of those, go to the Football Content Awards website and just type Laguna Talk into the best club content creator, Premier League section, and you can vote that way. Uh, so thank you very much. We kick off today's stories with, first of all, telling you that Tom Smith, uh, youth goalkeeper, has joined Bromley for the rest of this season. He will spend time there after spending time, of course, within the Arsenal Academy. One of the oldest looking young guys I've ever seen <laughs> in the picture, that's for sure. But we wish Tom the absolute best and hopefully hope he has a brilliant time on loan. Speaking of loan deals of youth players, uh, a big one, Brooke Norton Cuffey has left the club to join Rotherham in the championship on loan. This is a really good thing for Arsenal, of course, because as we know, Brooke Norton Cuffey very much being targeted as one for the future. Um, and specifically, uh, talking about a player of his kind of calibre, needs to be in the championship, needs to get a full year on loan and potentially coming back in 2023, a very, very exciting talent indeed. So Arsenal, I don't imagine, will invest in the right-back area because, of course, they've got this brilliant talent waiting. So one to keep an eye on. We will, of course, endeavour to bring you loan updates across the course of the season. Already secured some expert insight for you from Rotherham for the upcoming campaign. So uh, he will be included in what is going to be our new look loan update. We're not going to be doing separate shows for each player. We're going to do all of them in one show uh, and we're going to try and get it so you've got insight on all our different players in one place rather than having to spread it across loads of different shows. So the new, new and revamped loan updates and loan reports tactical breakdown show will be coming this season. Um, now, Ainsley Maitland-Niles is a wanted man, West Ham United, we told you, were interested in him. But according to uh, the very interesting and clearly connected former West Ham United employee Twitter account, both Fulham and Bournemouth are also fighting with West Ham to sign Ainsley Maitland-Niles before the close of the transfer window. It is expected that he will leave the club between now and the end of the summer transfer window being open. Uh, and of course, if Arsenal can get any kind of figure for the former England international, it would be a massive benefit to them. He's not in the squad. He's not been in the plans of Mikel Arteta at all. We know this. And now it seems that he'll be on the move very, very soon. Nicolas Pepe, uh, now according to Mark Irwin of The Sun, uh, it will include his loan to Nice, an option of around £15 million. And that is it. All Nice will have to pay in the future if they want to sign Pepe on a permanent deal is that £15 million price tag. He has an amazing season in Liga, just like Saliba did last season, just like Gendouzi did last season. We will be locked in to that price. Could it be a lot less than what he ends up being worth? Potentially. But I think from Arsenal's side of things, they are reserved to just accepting uh, a loan or a, an agreement to see him leave at this point so that they can open up the field to a potential new signing before the window closes. Yuri Tielemans, you'll be surprised to learn, according to a number of sites now, and Fabrizio Romano, 
is expected to leave. There is no expectation that Tillemans will stay beyond the end of the transfer window. There is a growing expectation now that his future will be resolved during this window and that Arsenal, of course, remain that primary favourite to get hold of the Belgian international before the close of the window. It's one that will keep bringing you updates and the latest on. Uh, even, you know, if not too much changes, we'll continue to to discuss this one until there is some kind of resolution. Fingers crossed very soon. And finally, our headline story, as reported by a number of sources. Now, Arsenal do face a financial problem in trying to secure the signing of Pedro Neto from Wolves. The story yesterday was broken, of course, by David Ornstein that Arsenal have been in talks for the better part of a month plus for the Portuguese international. Also interesting now to see the lights of the Telegraph, etc. report that Arsenal's willingness to pay £35 million Wolves wanting £50 million. Potentially, this is going to create a a bit of a division in this. Arsenal, as we know, have not been willing to overspend on any kind of player so far. Lissandro Martinez and Rafinha, Arsenal wanted to go to a certain figure when they didn't get the player for that price and the asking price went above that or Man United or uh, Barcelona went above that figure that they were willing to pay. They backed out. And it's the same thing I imagine that will happen with Neto. If Wolves are not willing to come down on their price tag, I imagine that Arsenal will probably back out of any kind of negotiations for the player, despite him being a player that we clearly want. But the club are not planning on overspending on players. They don't want to repeat mistakes of the past regarding transfers, and therefore they are not willing to go and overpay for talent that does not necessarily even start for Arsenal right now. Of course, he would be coming in as a competitor to Sakura Martinelli, not necessarily a guaranteed starter right now either. Some people in the chat box suggesting give the Mainsley Maitland-Niles. I mean, a club's got to want to take Ainsley Maitland-Niles for you to include him in the deal. And despite Wolves' previous interest, that has clearly fallen away dramatically uh, recently. Who knows? Maybe it will change. We'll keep you up to date and following this story as it progresses. But that does bring us to the end of today's news, which means we're going to move to you guys in the chat box. We didn't do a Q&A yesterday for very good reason, but we will be returning to the usual Q&A today. So if you do have any questions you'd like to have an answer to thrown into the chat, I'll do my absolute best to tackle them for you. Drop a like on the video and subscribe. We'll be back after this quick break. Now, I should tell you that if you want to learn more about Pedro Neto, you can, uh, because yesterday evening we did a tactical breakdown on the player. Really interesting to learn more about him, statistically compared him to Gakpo and Saka um, and Jeremy Pino as well. So definitely worth giving that a listen. Really good insight from the Wolves fan cast. If you haven't already watched it, I recommend that making it onto your watch list this morning. Uh, as mentioned at the start of the show, today's sponsored football prize is a signed Dennis Bergkamp shirt with the chance of winning as many as 11 free instant win prizes on top of your entry ticket. So make sure you enter that competition link in the description. Already 50 tickets have sold of the 299 available. The draw will be taking place on Tuesday the 30th. Well, the competition ends on the Tuesday 30th of August with usually the competition being drawn the day after on FB's uh, FP sorry's Facebook page. So go and check that one out. And also, as I mentioned at the start of the show, do give us a vote in the Football Content Awards. All the information is on your screen. Just go to www.votefortgt.com and you can vote via Twitter there. Um, let's jump into the chat. Question says, if you... Do, 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 do. <laughs> and then we 
that will mean that we all get to shout Saliba. <laughs> Fantastic question. And I agree. Owen says, Tom, at what point does FFP come into play? Lack of money coming in and big spending can only last so long. Owen, your guess is as good as mine. Why don't we ask Manchester City when FFP comes into it? Why don't we ask Chelsea when FFP comes into it? Why don't we ask Barcelona when FFP comes into it? Because I have no idea how on earth clubs are managing to avoid sanctions at this point. I can't think of a team that was sanctioned because of FFP specifically. I'm sure there probably is one or two examples, but I know Atletico Madrid, Chelsea and Barca have faced transfer bans, but I'm pretty sure that was for other reasons, not FFP related. So yeah, very, very strange indeed. Um, But why, when, how it will ever affect us? How can it? It's not affecting anyone else. And so therefore, it's almost guaranteed to affect us, I suppose. <laughs> Lynn says, Tom, the only way that we will get Neto is if he pushes for this move. I don't know if he would push for the move. I don't know that uh, at all, whether or not he's open to it, whether or not he wants the move. Quite like Anthony's pushing for it. Quite like Fafana's pushing for his. We'll have to see if that changes things. If he does push for it, hopefully Arsenal will feel a bit encouraged that they can get a deal done. Uh, Ian says, in your opinion, was Man United winning yesterday good or bad in terms of our final league position? Um, I'd like to think it's good. I'd like to think that Liverpool will be a bigger threat to us this season than Man United will. I'd like to think that that's the kind of teams that we're in competition with this year. Whatever happened last night, there was always going to be a positive for Arsenal to look to. Uh, And I like that type of game. It's like when Chelsea played Spurs in a weird way. Um, Even a draw was a positive result. That said, Spurs winning Never a good result for Arsenal. So actually, I'm quite thankful they did end up dropping points. But different to last night, any result really did help Arsenal. Any result um, has provided us kind of a bit of a boost and a gap. Imagine being seven points clear of Liverpool three games into the season. That's usually the other way around. Quite the turnaround for Arsenal. How the turntables is the meme that's being sent to me quite often at the moment. Uh, Isoa says, do you think Awobi has improved a lot in midfield and possibly fulfills Partey's conundrum? Not for me, I so well. I've not, I can't say I've watched loads of him, but he's not kind of jumped out of anything onto my radar at all. So I'm going to go and lean towards my instinct of saying no. Um, Rahil says, Tom, is this the right time to use the wild card in FPL? Rahil, do not take fantasy advice from me. It is, you know, I like to think I have a fairly decent footballing knowledge, but football, <laughs> fantasy football is not my forte. Uh, I can recommend you speaking to other people. King, of course, and our Discord server is very, very good with his fantasy football. Ojo's done fantastically well this season. Maybe they'll give you some advice in the chat box. Uh, Nuna says, I am worried. We are not able to sign Thomas Partey's replacement. We should prioritize signing a sixth and an eighth in addition to a wide player. What do you think? Nuna, my question would be who? You know, who who would you sign? Uh, who is realistic? Who is gettable? Who is for sale? Who would uh, be able to be brought in as well as signing a wide player because I think a wide player and a wide forward is is very necessary to give us coverage to both Saka and Jesus so I'd love to know who uh, you would sign at six realistically in the midfield Uh, Daniel says do you think this mirrors with the uh, Martinez situation information is linked to Ornstein by Ajax to bring others into play Ornstein does the same again I think this may be a decoy Uh, I don't necessarily think so. Obviously, all the information from the Martinez thing, I imagine, and it's only theory. I don't know this for facts. Probably did come out from their side of things. Arsenal don't want information getting out at all. And I did tweet, actually, don't be surprised if Chelsea suddenly come in for Pedro Neto. They've been bidding for Anthony Gordon. They were bidding for Rafinha. Neto, if he is available, I imagine would interest Chelsea too. So don't 
be surprised if Chelsea somehow come in for uh, for him at this stage. Uh, Ask Bryce Ryan says, if Nuno continues to have a great loan spell in France, do you think we will try to have him as a backup to Zinchenko in the future because Nuno play style, uh, because of Nuno's play style and try and then sell Kieran Tierney? I don't think we'll ever try and sell Kieran Tierney because we've never had a reason to try and sell him. We may potentially be more open if, say, a really big bid comes in from someone else like 50 million plus. We might be tempted because that's what big teams do, you know. At the same time, you do need to move players on. You do need to sell well. You look at the amount of big players that Man City have moved on, the amount of big players that Liverpool have moved on, and they've moved on then from those players. Arsenal can do the same. So potentially, also the other thing happens where Nuno could also be sold after a really good loan spell. He may then draw interest from around Europe, and we may be able to get a very good fee for him. He'll still have three years left at the end of his deal with Marseille. So Arsenal in a very, very strong position with both Tavares and Tierney. Um, let's go to Ayush, who says, Tom, with the city dropping points in the oil derby, Arabian derby, El Kashiko, uh, the oil firm and the losing Liverpool to United, losing to United, has the title race been blown wide open? Ayush, I wish you were right. I wish that the title race had been blown wide open. I honestly don't know how realistic Arsenal being up there with Man City and Liverpool for the long term is. My instinct tells me, don't get carried away. Keep yourself grounded. Don't get concerned with, you know, um, this type of thing. It just, it doesn't, doesn't need to happen. Uh, Man, not yet anyway. Manu says, do you think Van Dijk is getting critiqued too hard for his defending technique with his hand behind his back? It was a split second to close Sancho down. People are too quick to get at the big boys. Um, I think he could have done better. I think he could have closed down Sancho. I think obviously Alisson overcommits but he kind of has to with the, with the fake shot. Um, there was a block coming in. You know, if if perhaps Allison doesn't dive in, then he can get into a better position to save the strike. But yeah, maybe Van Dyke's being scapegoated a little bit because of his profile. But still, I think he maybe could have done better. AJ says, hey, Tom, do you have any information about Charlie Patino's ankle injury? I hear it wasn't as bad as first feared. Yeah, he only should be out for about a month, um, which is very, very positive. So he should be back uh, in September end of September time, hopefully so. And we'll, of course, be giving you an update on him and his loans throughout the season as well. Uh, Cahill says, how do you think running Smithrow or Vieira possibly fitting into a false nine is influencing our recruitment when it comes to depth at the number nine spot? I don't know. I don't know if it is having an influence because obviously we're not in for a striker. We've not in, been in for a striker all summer. It's been Jesus and Nketiah, and that's been it. You know, we've been linked with players before we signed Jesus. From this point, we've not had anyone kind of sign for us so far in that area. So I don't think we will see any kind of change in that at all. I think that there will be a continuation of what we've got in the number nine role. What I think could change is the wide forward being potentially added to the team going forwards, which could cover in the middle. But I don't think necessarily Fabio Vieira uh, would be an option at false nine for the long term. I know that he can cover there. I've just not seen enough to convince me that he could potentially play there. Um, Amy says, uh, hey, Tom, uh, can Arsenal achieve 75 points plus this season? I mean, can they? Yeah, of course they can. They can win enough points to do it. But (laughs) will they is the question. You know, can they? Of course. Will they? I'm not sure. I think we finished, what, last season with 69 points? Um so six more points this season, you'd think, are absolutely achievable. We've already got three extra points from the Palace game. Um, so that's three or better than last season. 
Bournemouth away. Did we lose to any promoted sides away from home last season? I'm trying to think who even came up last season. Uh, Norwich, did we lose? No, we didn't lose at Norwich. Um, I'm sure there's a couple of Brentford. We lost at Brentford. So, I mean, yeah, arguably Bournemouth, winning at Bournemouth is like winning against one of the promoted sides away from home. We do play Brentford, of course, still this season. So I suppose it doesn't translate perfectly. But you could argue that we're already on our way to improving our points total from the last campaign. Uh, Cameron says, Tom, do you think we have enough money to buy a winger? Yes, I do. I just don't think the club are willing to overpay for a winger, which I think is absolutely fair. You know, they don't want to overpay. They don't want to get into the same situations they have done in the past. Um, and if they don't feel a player is worth what they end up paying for them in the future or now, then they won't do it. Uh, Soleri says, what if we win our next three games, Tom? Will you say that we're in the title race? Again, I, I won't because the next three games are Fulham, Aston Villa and Man United. Uh, Man United, yeah, decent side. But I won't, I, I can't commit to a title race discussion until we start going up against some genuine title challenges. When we play Liverpool in October, when we play Man City in October, at the end of October, ask me about the title race then. That's when you can ask me about potential title races, end of October. I ain't talking about it now because it's just, it's ridiculous to even consider it for me in my mindset at the moment. Uh, Jelly Pig says, in a parallel world in which Arsenal cannot, I sound like I'm reading off a trailer now, in a parallel world in which Arsenal cannot get Saka, Saliba, to sign the ting. If you were forced to sell one, who would you sell, Saka or Saliba? Obviously, hoping they both sign. Well, um, I would probably sell Saliba. I just think that a centre back is a lot easily is is a lot easier to replace than a potentially homegrown world class wide player. I think that's what I would do. Obviously, hoping they both sign, but I think I'd prioritise Saka over Saliba personally because you know we've already got two centre backs in the sense of Wyatt and Gabriel. I know Saliba's amazing. I'm not saying he's not. I just think I'd prioritise keeping Saka personally. Um, Sanjeev says Arsenal is performing well have faith in this hey mate you don't need to tell me to have faith I mean if there's anyone that's going to have faith in Arsenal it's me so <laughs> trust me I have faith in this Arsenal team you don't need to worry about that at all um, you can't let Saliba go because of the new tequila song it doesn't work with Ben White Ben White no it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> it just doesn't work uh, Av Life says Tom if we were to win the league <laughs> touch wood uh do you think that we would severely boost our chance of recruiting a player like let's say a harland profile yeah of course you know and if you think of the players that are going to be available next summer that are on the harland kind of level i'm thinking jude bellingham i'm thinking hmm, who else is out there really it's not already a massive club it's uh, a great question who is on the same kind of level as jude bellingham that's not already at an a uh, a top, top club that's going to go for million. Jared Bowen, could you say someone like him? Well, it really sounds like I'm downplaying Drew Bellingham if I compare him to Bowen, but I think Bowen's been fantastic. Declan Rice, um, you know, I know I'm talking about English players a lot, but yeah, Nkunku, that's a great shout, Tommy. Really, really good shout. Rafael Liao, you know, um, Florian Verts. Yeah, see, you guys are just, you just, you just know, just in the, I've got the best audience ever. Yeah, you know, so potentially, absolutely. I think, you know, just getting to the Champions League also helps us massively. But, you know, having that title win, you know, we saw Leicester go out and sign some very decent players, even though they lost a fair few of their players, including Kante after 
they let players leave. Their recruitment's been blooming good, you know, bringing in Tillemans, bringing in James Madison after they won that title. You know, they've done some good stuff in the market. I know recently and currently they're not doing too well, but I think winning a title definitely gives you a little bit of clout, a little bit of clout, gives you loads of clout, you know. So surely you'd be able to to convince uh, some impressive players. Son, says Manu. I love some of these. Gnabry is another one if he doesn't sign a new deal, which we, I think he's going to. Uh, Sane, Leroy Sane, potentially him. That wouldn't be a bad shout either. And this is why, you know, I'm not necessarily keen on jumping on the Tielemans train right now. You know, I'm not that keen on filling that slot in the side with Tielemans just because I think we are at risk of missing out on potentially an amazing midfield signing next year. You know, if we don't, if we, if we, if we do invest all like too quickly in someone else, that's my only fear. If we sign Tielemans, great. You know, I hope he does well. I just have my reservations about missing out on someone even better if we do commit that position to Tielemans. If you know what I mean, I did explain that in a lot more detail yesterday. Um, John says, uh, I'd love to sign a breakthrough striker for this season. Yeah, look, potentially we sign someone. We have done this before. You know, Nicolas Pepe was a breakout star during his season, and look what happened. So that I think always needs to be taken into account. Anyway, I'm going to wrap things up there. I'm just sort of slightly shorter show. I've got a few things going on this morning, but thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here. You can vote for us in the Football Content Awards if you haven't done so already. All you need to do is type in www.votefortgt.com. It will generate a tweet for you. Um, just a massive show of appreciation, really. We do these shows every day, sometimes more than once a day. And if if this is the only way that you can say thanks, great, please do it. <laughs> it really, really will help us out. If you don't have Twitter, you can go onto Instagram and tag us in the Football Content Awards post for Best Club Content Creator Premier League. I'll tell you what, I had a great discussion yesterday with one of our uh, one of our followers on Instagram. Name off the top of my head has escaped me, and I want to give him credit. Who was it? It was... Um, who was it? Ross? Yes, it was Ross Dowling. Basically, Ross tagged us in the content creator for the Football League. He then tagged us in the content for Best Podcast. And both times I had to tell him that you've tagged us in the wrong one. And twice he put us in the wrong category. It was great. But Ross, I love you, mate. Thanks for uh, <laughs> thanks for sticking with it and continuing to vote. Really appreciate it. Thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you actually a little bit later in this afternoon. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Maybe he's replied to my text this morning. He hasn't already, so I won't say anything just yet. But hopefully, um, we'll have a show for you at six o'clock with a fellow colleague in the world of journalism regarding Arsenal. So that should be fun. I'll see you a little bit later. Have a great day. Uh, tune in to the Arsenal way at 10 a.m. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.